1: championship team this
2: is season two episode 57 of the fly the w670 podcast bellinger is staying all right crawley we talked about it a little bit so far on the podcast but let's uh, go over those standings one more time
0: yep when we look here you got cincinnati has retaken first place they're seven and three in their last 10 they absolutely did a number on the dodgers this weekend so the uh Looking hot right now. Milwaukee is four and six in their last ten. They're on a three-game losing streak. They had to face Atlanta, who is the Cubs' next opponent. So that's not a. <laughs> this is going to be a rough week. The Cubs are fifty-three and fifty-two, one game over five hundred. They're four games back from the Reds. Uh, they're three point five, like I said, in the wild card, eight and two in their last ten, and they're uh, they've lost they lost yesterday, so on Sunday, so one game losing streak. Pittsburgh has. High- over St. Louis, they are 47 and 48, 9.5 back. They're on a two-game winning streak, and St. Louis, the Cubs, I feel, have finally buried them. You saw that with the White Flags trades yesterday, uh, and they are 47 and 63 and seven in their last 10, and they won yesterday. So that's where we are standings-wise.
2: Beautiful. All right, now we get to uh, as we are sitting here, Crowley. It is uh, trade deadline Eve. Tomorrow, Tuesday, 5 o'clock is the deadline, and there are lots of rumors buzzing around.
0: Yep, Jesse Rogers from ESPN reported that sources have told him that Cody Bellinger is off the table, which is what we were all looking to hear. One thing interesting, Strowman wasn't mentioned in that report, so that's something to keep an eye on. Rogers also mentioned lefties Brad Hand and Brent Suter from Colorado. Suter is familiar to Cub fans from when he was playing with Milwaukee. Uh, Rogers also mentioned the Cubs are a- asking the White Sox about Aaron Bummer, um, and so you know the White Sox are saying no. But at this point, it looks like they're really—I've heard them even talking possibly about Dylan Cease and Luis Robert. So, yep. so anything's on the table here. Uh, Mike Rodriguez reports the Cubs are still interested in third baseman Jaime Candelario from the Nationals, and Mike, along with uh, Odyssey Insider and Six Seventy Score contributor. Um, Bruce Levine are both mentioning Pirates closer, David Benar, two-time all-star. I had someone on Twitter telling me, well, we got a closer. You're telling me you don't want a better closer and then put Al's lie in the eighth? Right. I mean, come on, let's let us shorten these games here. Uh, Tom Locks has reported that the Cubs have checked in with the Padres to ask about Josh Hader and the Mariners about Paul Seawald. And so what you're starting to see a pattern here, Dustin, from a lot of these names, whether you're talking about Brad Hand or Brent Suter or Aaron Bummer or David Bernard or Hayter or Seawald, these are all bullpen pieces. And that is clearly, again, I, I am not really comfortable with the Cubs' bullpen. I'm very happy that Elz lies having the season he is. Lighter sometimes makes me a little bit nervous. Merriweather's had his moments. I would like to get a couple more solid bullpen arms. I think that would make a difference as far as third basement. I really don't know what's, I mean, I heard Heimer got kind of Lario was injured the other day. I don't know how bad it was, but uh, you know, obviously you'd like another bat at third, but I think they'd be comfortable sticking with Nikki magical. If he plays like he did before he got injured.
2: Yep. I agree so, with you. I think they're I think they're comfortable, but it's just they're they're still looking for some power. I think that's that's what you're talking about is where in the lineup could you add a little bit of power and not give up too much defense.
0: And and the thing that you worry about is Morel. Every place he's played defensively, I've kind of cringed. You know, he'll make some. Yeah, they
2: can't they can't find a spot. They can't find you know a spot he guy.
0: he played left on Sunday and he had that one bad play that cost him a run, but he also had two a good throw and a good catch but he's just not consistent enough for me to be comfortable there. So, you know, I, I think third would be a place that the Cubs could upgrade. It's just a matter of who, and then I thought it was interesting. Bruce Levine. We mentioned him earlier. He does hit and run on Saturdays with your uh, morning show cohort, uh, uh, David Haw. And he mentioned that the Cubs are going to be all in on show. Hey, So, Let's well, I would see. sure hope
2: so, right? You, you, you want them at the table. You want them negotiating. You want them to be part of it. So uh, hopefully, uh, and Bruce isn't just putting that out there. Bruce is hearing things and he reports what he hears. Now, we've also had some uh, roster and injury news. We obviously already talked about the fact that Nikki Magica was activated from the 10-day IL and Miles Master Boney was the option there. What else is happening on the uh, roster, Carly?
0: Yeah, we know Hayden Wisniewski was called up from AAA to open the second game in front of Smiley. Michael Rucker was optioned to Iowa. Keegan Thompson, that's a name we haven't heard in a long time. And I think this is where the Cubs' bullpen kind of ended up starting shaky is that the is two guys that had really good years for the Cubs, uh, Keegan Thompson and Brandon Hughes, both ended up on the I.L., Right. And so Mm -hmm. we know Brandon Hughes is playing catch. He's going to be throwing bullpens, but Keegan Thompson is off the IL. He pitched on Sunday with the Iowa Cubs. He went two innings pitch, gave up one run, four Ks, and zero walks. So sometimes, Dustin, you know, you don't make a move, but you get guys back, which is just as good. Just like a move, right?
2: Absolutely right.
0: There. Now, there's one other roster move we have to talk about it's a procedural move edwin rios was outrighted to open up a 40 man spot he's still in iowa no problem but he's not on the 40 man roster anymore so what that tells you is that the cubs 40 man roster is 39 so if they are getting someone there's a spot open and you do not have to make any more moves
2: right absolutely and uh the other thing just really quick on keegan I, i like the no walks that 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 uh that made me happy as well. All right, if, Carly.
0: Yeah, if Keegan can do what he did last season, it would be a huge addition.
2: Absolutely. Let Let's talk about a huge, huge series starts tonight. All night games, four games. First place Reds in here versus the Cubs that are above five hundred.
0: I'll be going on Tuesday, so fingers crossed. So far this season, the Cubs are one and four against the Reds. They split when they uh, played Chicago in April. It was the second series of the year. The third game was rained out. And then the Cubs got swept at the end of May at Wrigley Field, which was really, uh, when. if you listen to the interview with Gordo that we had, that was really the start of the Reds' uh, strong season. Justin Steele got crushed in game one. Hunter Green picked up the win as the Cubs lost 9-0. Jamison Tyone in the bullpen struggled. And Brandon Williamson picked up the win as the Reds took this one eight to five. And eight to five was the score of the third game, the sweep, as Graham Ashcroft got the win over Drew Smiley. And so this is a team right now that the you know there's a few other players. You got you got uh, Andrew Abbott was not up when the Cubs played last. Ellie De La Cruz was not up the last time that the Cubs last played the Reds. So the Reds are a stronger team than what the Cubs saw at the uh end of May. So buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, and ends. as you
2: as you as you pointed out earlier too, Crowley, you know, nine runs, eight runs, eight runs. So the uh the Reds can produce some runs, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, listen, when the Cubs get five runs, you feel pretty good, but you can't let up eight or you're gonna lose the game.
0: Right. They're just they're they are that good of an offensive team. Now, here's the thing is that they are they're starting pitching is week, and that was talks about them maybe looking. I know they were even kicking around with the White Sox, but but they're pitching, you know, the hitting is what everybody's been focusing on, and, and rightfully so, but but their hitting late their pitching lately has gotten a lot better, which is not anything anybody wants to
2: hear. No. All right, Crowley, time for Marcus Stroman to get back as the ace. I'm done hearing about the blisters on his finger. It's time for him to go, and it's a tough matchup in uh, game number one tonight at Wrigley.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're picking a rough game for him to pull it together. 10-7, 351 ERA. The last uh, three games, you know, we've talked about that Boston series enough. He did good on that one, but against the White Sox, he went 3.1, gave up nine hits, seven earned runs, two walks. And against St. Louis, he only went 3.2 innings, gave up seven hits, four earned runs, four walks. He has been struggling. Yes, I hate to mention the blister, but ever since then, that's just where you can circle that the problems have started. I don't think it's mental. I don't think it's trade deadline stuff. I think that there is a a mechanical problem related to that injury. I'm not saying the blister is the problem. But I think he may have altered or changed something yep. that is affecting Overcompensating him. Right Overcompensating,
2: something's going on. There's no doubt about it. No so doubt about it.
0: And and you and I both know that we trust, um, uh, you know, Tommy Hotovy and Chris Young and all the uh, Daniel Moscow, all the guys that work in the uh, Cubs pitching department to to fix it. But you know, we, we got to get moving on this one.
2: Yeah, and Tommy Hotovy will be a guest on Wednesday morning with Mully and Haw. So if you're listening to this, make sure you tune in for that.
0: And make sure to ask him if, if they've seen anything with that slider ever since that blister. I, I am curious.
2: Absolutely will do.
0: Now, taking a look at Andrew Abbott, age 24. He was the uh, second round, uh, 53rd overall pick from the Reds in the 2021 draft. Young kid. He has a 6-2 and two record with a 190 ERA, Dustin. Look out for this kid. He absolutely shut down the Brewers. Went six innings, gave up seven hits, zero earned runs, nine strikeouts, and one K. Against San Francisco, another good team. All these teams are postseason teams right now that you're looking at. Eight innings pitch, one hit, zero earned runs, two walks and six Ks. And against Milwaukee, he ended up going six innings. He gave up three hits, a whopping two earned runs, two walks and three K's. That was a bad start for that guy. Um,
2: (laughs) That's a bad start, right?
0: Yeah. Well, look out, but he made his debut on June 5th. So it was June 5th that you see him kind of getting, you know, called up. And, and so it's, it's one of these things right now where this kid has played really, really good. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say, I'm not nervous.
1: Yeah,
2: I understand that, but uh let's put uh Marcus Stroman on the bump. The Cubs got the loss out of the way, so the, the winning streak is over. Gave a couple of guys a day off leading into this series, like Ian Happ. So let's uh let's let's just, you know, keep our fingers crossed, go in positive, but uh, Marcus Strowman's going to have to be the April May Marcus Stroman for this to go to the Cubs' way tonight.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Game two, you see Justin Steele. I will be at the game. I will see the pride of Lucidale, Mississippi on the mound. And I cannot <laughs> tell you, I love it. 11-3, and 3, 287 ERA. Uh, last three starts against uh, St. Louis. Six innings pitch, gave a five-hit, one-earned run. Um, against the Cardinals before that, six innings pitch, two-earned runs, and he had that bad start in Boston. But uh, been pitching really, really well, and, and the Cubs have got to be happy to have him on the mound.
2: Oh, that's a good. I'm just, I love how this one lines up. I mean, you get all your your best guys going right off the bat.
0: Yep. And Cincinnati's going to counter with Ben Lively. Uh, ben Lively's four and six with a 376 ERA. But like I told you, these guys, the pitching is starting to click, which makes you a little bit nervous. Against Milwaukee, 6.2 innings pitch. He gave up eight hits, but only two earned runs. He lost that game, but it wasn't his fault. Against Arizona, he only went 4.2 innings pitch. He gave up three earned runs. And against Milwaukee before that, four innings, he gave up three hits and one earned run. So not efficient with his pitches. So hopefully the Cubs can do something with that. But unfortunately, the uh, Reds' uh, relief has been pretty good as well.
2: So Yes, they have. Yes, they have.
0: Game three is going to see Drew Smiley. Uh, this is it's already announced, so yeah, there's no I, I opener. Was, I
2: was surprised by that. So they, they like what they saw, so they're ready to give him the opportunity. We got I a think, left-hander versus a left-hander in this one, Crowley.
0: I think it was specifically done for St. Louis. Both St. openers Louis. were against St. Louis, so I think that was a strategy specifically directed at the Cardinals and nobody else. Um, maybe if there's a team that really is super right-handed heavy and has good right-handed stats, maybe they'll try it again. Uh, but 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 right now you got Drew Smiley right here. Uh, he is eight and seven with a 4.50 ERA. We've talked about his Jekyll and Hyde season uh, against the Cardinals, 4.1 innings pitch. He did not start the game. He went gave up two hits and one earned run. After that, the previous start was against the Cardinals as well. Went 3.2 innings also did not start, gave up six hits and four earned runs and against the lowly Washington Nationals on seven 17. He went six innings pitch, gave up eight hits and five earned runs. So on the other side, we have left-handed pitcher Brandon Williamson. The Cubs saw him earlier in the year. And again, they didn't win any of the games when they uh, last faced off in May. But Williamson wasn't, like, overwhelming or anything like that. 3-2, and two, 448 ERA against the Dodgers. How about this? 5.2 innings pitch, 8 hits, 2 earned runs. But he had 4 walks against Arizona, who's been struggling lately. 6 innings pitch, 3 hits, 1 earned run and against the Giants, six innings pitch, four hits, two earned runs, and three walks. So another one of those Reds pitchers that have picked it up as of late.
2: Yeah, they've uh, they've got things going in their direction. There's no doubt about that. A lot of guys that we may not know their names, but we're going to get to know them over the next four days, that's for sure.
0: Right, and then Jamison Tyone will finish it up for the Cubs. Um, he has been picking it up as of late. Look at this, Dustin. He's at 5-6 and six with a 5.46 ERA. So the ERA has gone down about two runs. He's got He's almost at 500 as far as his win-loss total, which looked unthinkable for a while. Six innings against the Cardinals, two hits, one earned run. He went 5.2 innings against the Cardinals before that, seven hits, one earned run. And against Washington, 5.2 innings pitch, seven hits, three earned run. So... Um, you know, he had had the walks down his previous start against St. Louis, only one walk and only one walk against Washington. But like you said, he had just one bad inning against St. Louis, uh, this weekend and that led to the four walks, three of them in one inning. So yeah,
2: I got to keep those down against the Reds because you put extra guys on these guys can score runs. So you don't want them to give him any freebies. That's for sure.
0: Right. Like you said that, you know, that one inning he gave, he walked the bases loaded with two outs. You do that against the Reds, you're 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 cruising for a bruising. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> cruising for a bruising. Hey, Crowley, we talked about this earlier before we started the podcast. Is this fourth game? Was this scheduled this way, or is this the makeup?
0: No, this because was scheduled first- this. This is scheduled okay, so this way.
2: When is that? Do you know when the makeup is? Got to
0: double check. I'm not exactly positive, but I I don't believe that this is the makeup. Is it?
2: Uh, we'll get that information something- later. I just thought maybe you might know off the top of your head.
0: Right. It was, I thought it was always scheduled that way because I had the tickets. So I want to say that there may be another time that they're going to do it. It looks, yeah, it's in September, in early September. It's Labor Day weekend and that's going to be, it was in Cincinnati is when it happened, the rain out. So they're going to be playing two games on that Friday.
2: Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Carly.
0: And then, Uh, facing our friend Jamison Tyone, Luke Weaver, two and three, 680. This is the one you got to take, Dustin. This is the one you got to take. But, again, these guys are, are, are hot right now against the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers we're talking about. He went six innings pitch. He went two hits. He gave up one earned run, two walks, two strikeouts, and he got saddled with the loss. I mean, so that wasn't his fault by any stretch of the imagination. But before that, against Arizona, he went only four innings. He gave eight hits, three earned runs, and two walks. And against San Francisco, 2.2 innings, four hits, four runs before they pulled him. So this is one that hopefully the Cubs can pull out here.
2: Yes, indeed. I hope they can, of course, Crawley, because this is the Fly the W670 podcast. Come on, of course, we're hoping for them to win some games. All right, hot and not time, Crawley.
0: Hot and not time. So, uh, obviously, you know, it was, a, it was a fun weekend. Hot Christopher Morell is now in a hot streak. Eight for his last 18 with a home run and five RBIs. He's slashing 444, 524, 667 in his last seven days. So, good to see Christopher Morell back on a hot streak. How about Jan Gomes? Nine for his last 21. One home run, five RBIs. Slashing 429, 478, 762. So he is hot right now.
2: And the knots?
0: On the knots, Danby Swanson cooling off a little bit. I think he hurt his hand a little bit. I'm wondering if that's affecting him a little bit. He's five for his last 21, two home runs, six RBIs. He has 10 strikeouts, though, to three walks. and he's That's what I
2: don't like. A lot of strikeouts for him lately. A lot
0: of strikeouts, slashing 238, 320, 524. So not great right now. And then Seiya Suzuki, either hot or cold, right? Three for his last 23, he has one RBI, he's slashing 130, 259, 217, his last seven days.
2: Well, that's got to get better if the Cubs are going to do anything. All right, let's talk about the Reds. We talked about, I mentioned we're going to start to learn about these guys over the next week, so let's talk about the hot.
0: All right, when we talk about the hot, look out for Matt McClain. He is the shortstop, and he has been doing phenomenal for the Reds all year. Six for his last 20 with a home run and two RBIs, slashing 300, 417, 550. And it's funny, after I was looking at Ellie De La Cruz, he was cold, and then against the Dodgers, he got hot. Eight for his last 27 with two home runs, three RBIs. He strikes out a lot, 10 strikeouts to one walk. But he's slashing 296, 321, 630. As Gordo said the other day, you really want to have your lefties because he struggles against lefties. But against righties, be very, very, very
2: careful. Yes, yes, indeed. And the knot
0: Jonathan India. There was talks that maybe he might be on the trade block three for his last Yeah, I remember that, yeah. One RBI. He's slashing 250, 253, 333. Um, Joey Votto. I mean, I hate to say this, you know, just cause I love the guy, but he's kind of on his last legs five for his last 22. He did have a home run in four RBIs. He well, he's two. been a Cubs
2: killer for a long time and loves to hit in Wrigley field. Oh, absolutely. 227,
0: 282, 409. Uh, I was at the barrel room one. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago. I was at the barrel room along the first base side. And I remember Joey Votto hit like three home runs in the series. And he was kind of just playing some catch right along the, uh, Reds dugouts and I'm kind of heckling him. I just, Joey Votto, knock it off, stop it, stop hitting home runs. And I'm just, just about 15 minutes laying into Joey Votto, telling him to stop hitting home runs. He hits a home run in his first at bat, and he looks right at me and gives me the shush sign. So, <laughs> no, no good on that. So I, I'm going to give you advice. Don't taunt him because it didn't work out for me. Uh, Spencer Steer's another guy that's struggling. He's a first baseman, four for his last 20. One home run, three RBI, slashing 200, 238, and 250. So these guys got a lot of young talent, man, and so you, you really got to be careful.
2: Absolutely. All right, Crowley, let's go. Prediction time.
0: Oh, boy, this is, this is a, a really – I think this is probably one of the tougher ones we've had. I don't like it because it doesn't help the Cubs, but I feel like a split is coming. I like the Cubs in game two and four. Game three is the one that I think the Cubs could They were to go three and one, but that's what I'm looking at. Split with game two and four going to the Cubs.
2: Yeah. I think I've got to go split as well. We uh, thought that the Cubs would do well against the Cardinals. We were both very optimistic and that uh, paid uh, dividends, no doubt about that. But uh, two and two sounds about right. I, I'd like it to be better, of course. Um, but uh, the uh, the Reds are uh, awfully good, but let's uh, let's see what the Cubs can do. Fingers crossed. Uh, Crawley, that's a wrap. The uh, episode 57 of Season 2, Bellinger Stay and Put, is in the books. And don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us, flythew670gmail.com. And, of course, you can watch us on the YouTube channel by subscribing to the 670 the Score YouTube page. Crowley, enjoy the game on Tuesday night. We'll get back together uh, Friday morning, and we will recap this one.
0: One thing to keep in mind, you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Go Cubs!